From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. An installation service was held for United Methodist Church Bishop Cedric D. Bridgeforth in Juneau on Saturday. He is assigned as the resident bishop of the Greater Northwest Episcopal Area of the UMC. The area encompasses Alaska, Oregon through Idaho, and the Pacific Northwest Conferences. His election to the Episcopy makes history as he has become the first openly gay black man to be elected. Bishop Bridgeforth told News of the North what he will take away from his time here in Juneau. My big takeaway from Juneau is I don't know how you ever go inside with the beauty and majesty of these mountains and I think the hospitality of the people and just the the blending of the the many cultures but also the particularity that's allowed to exist um, you know among the uh, native and indigenous people and those of us who are indwellers and visitors and I mean that's really heartwarming to see the insistence you know of the continued honoring of the indigenous people here. This is what he hopes to bring to the greater Northwest Episcopal area as a whole. My experience that I've had in over 20 years of ministry, uh, serving local churches, serving in our uh, regional office uh, as a um, congregational development person, so starting new ministries, helping ministries find new ways of being relevant in their communities, and then also helping our uh, clergy, both our uh, clergy and lay leaders, to uh, just be more purposeful in what they do in their communities. Bishop Bridgeforth is also an author, educator, clergy coach, and U.S. Air Force veteran. He talks about his most recent book. Alabama grandson of black gay minister's passage out of hiding. And so that's a memoir of sorts that talks about lessons I learned growing up, uh, particularly from my maternal grandmother. And it started as a series of letters to my deceased maternal grandmother, introducing my current self to her and really explaining some of the situations I'd gone through in life and really exploring this question of how would I be received by someone that I uh, knew, loved and respected so deeply and someone who had such a profound Christian faith. You can read the full story on our website, kinyradio.com. As $216 million in federal aid is flowing to help Alaskans cope with salmon and crab collapses over the past three years, the conditions that caused some of that harvest failures still persist. The Alaska congressional delegation announced on Friday that the U.S. Commerce Department released the disaster aid. The money is to go to harvesters, processors, and communities affected by designated disasters in salmon and crab fisheries that occurred between 2020 and 2022. Some money will also go to research programs, the delegation said in the joint statement. In western Alaska, salmon and crab disasters appear to be ongoing. NOAA Fisheries last Monday announced its plans to upgrade the national standards, which are guidelines required under the Magnuson-Stevens Fishery Conservation and Management Act. NOAA was applauded by Representative Peltola for its proposal. And according to a study put out by the Sightline Institute, Alaska's open primary and ranked choice voting system likely played a role in more independents winning elections. Data from the Division of Elections show that for 2022, independents made up 10% of the legislature, while in previous elections, they never exceeded single digits. The largest political group in the legislature is still Republicans holding at 53% of the seats. Other notable changes are that baby boomers are no longer the majority of the seats, with Gen X millennials now holding the most. You can read more about this on our website, kinyradio.com. Coming up next on News of the North, Juno saw an amazing turnout for the annual Alaska Law Enforcement Torch Run and Pledge Drive on Saturday. The CBJ Parks and Recreation, together with Trail Mix, the United States Forest Service, the Alaska Department of Natural Resources, and the Alaska Department of Transportation, has finalized a master plan for the Montana Creek Recreation Area. 
And turning to Capitol Hill, where the White House negotiators and Republican leaders wrapped up a round of debt ceiling talks. Their meeting comes as the President and House Speaker are due to have another face-to-face meeting this afternoon. Those stories next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Juno saw an amazing turnout for the annual Alaska Law Enforcement Torch Run and Pledge Drive on Saturday. It took place at Twin Lakes, and the Juno Police Department and the Alaska State Troopers participated. Kurt Stage Harvey, a detective with JPD and a board member of the Alaska Peace Officers Association, spoke with News of the North about the event. We've had a great event today. There's, it was slow registrations coming up to the event last week, and I was a little worried about the turnout, but especially with all the sunny weather, you never know who's going to show up. But it was rainy today, and I think in the last few days, so many people registered, we have probably double the amount than we did here two years ago. Last year we did it at Thunder Mountain High School, which is a beautiful venue, but they have the track meet going on there today. So Twin Lakes has been our standby. We've been here for years, and it's just a great visible space to have this event for the community. State Harvey says what he likes about the event. What I love is getting to know, I've, I've gotten to know a lot of the athletes over the years, know them by name and their families, and uh, FUBAL especially. We did interviews together and running with them. That's a great thing too. I'm not here to win a race, uh, and so I get to run at a leisurely pace, and I get to uh, meet up with a lot of different athletes on the trail and, and run with them as well. Fubao Hartle is a Special Olympics athlete who participated. He was chosen to represent Alaska, and he's a health messenger. He thanks the community. It's just, it's just amazing. This is, a, this is, this is a really amazing crowd. I'm really proud of how high. I'm really proud of how came today. And I want to say to everybody, thank you, thank you, Juno, so much for turning out. We need this. It's for every, every money we raise, stays in Juno. Michelle Um, swim coach and acting community director, also gave a comment on the turnout. Just want to thank everyone. This was the largest turnout we've had in years, and it's raining, so this is awesome. We are looking at close to 15,000 raised donations today, so that's pretty amazing. CBJ Parks and Recreation, together with Trail Mix, the United States Forest Service, the Alaska Department of Natural Resources, and the Alaska Department of Transportation, has finalized a master plan for the Montana Creek Recreation Area and will present it to the public on Wednesday, May 31st. The meeting will take place at 5 p.m. at the Trail Lake Shop located at 53 Concrete Way in Lemon Creek. Partner agencies will join the presentation and will be available to answer questions from the public. They will also discuss current progress on the recommendations made in the plan and how the public can engage with each agency on implementation. Interagency work of the Montana Creek Master Plan began in the summer of 2022 with a public survey about use of the area. The work continued with resource data collection, many stakeholder and user group meetings, and general public meetings. The plan was open for three public comment periods before it was finalized in May of this year. And turning to Capitol Hill, where White House negotiators and Republican leaders wrapped up a round of debt ceiling talks, their meeting comes as the President and House Speaker are due for another face-to-face meeting this afternoon. ABC's reports. Monday's debt limit talks between Republican leadership and White House negotiators went on for close to three hours. Republican Congressman Patrick McHenry didn't go into specifics, but says he wants this week's talks to be productive, saying there's no interest in delaying tough conversations. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy will most likely hold tough conversations in their one-on-one meeting. Though the two say their Sunday morning call was productive, McCarthy says they were still far apart on a deal. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com.
Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.